A memory overwhelms me. In retrospect, my vision seems upturned, filled with reflections of itself. As such, before committing to just one way of remembering the memory says a prayer for anxiety. The memory. My prayer for anxiety. May the cosmos bless this wearied occurrence to conquer cognitive dissonance. And let me not resort to spontaneous combustion, though I'd rather die than have to gather wood. Eye contact from the pulpit, the new preacher takes a stand. The preacher. This day, we stand before thee, robed in each other with trepidation to rectify the chasm between divinity and filth. Mystified and lascivious, we repeat in unison, forgive us. We could never have known better. We sloth the most inner recesses of ourselves to emerge raw, unaware, unprepared, though we appear before thee and proclaim, judge not our pasts, but our heaving mounds of flesh displayed here before you. Forgive us. We could we never have known better. better. We slot the most innocent senses of ourselves to emerge raw, unaware, unaware, though we appear before thee. Just as the past, let our living on our flesh display here before you. A communal coronation, corpulent crowns placed upon all the preachers' holes, an art student employed to study the preacher's hell of anus diligently doodled. Unfortunately, pious study only makes for gaudier assholes. Revolting soon became an appropriate adjective and verb for the art student. The memory. There was an appeal. Two knocks on every door. Then one knock. Doors open. Light shines wide, a hum, an ask, a gasp, and silence. The revolting art student. I behold the past scholars, scions of less than established families, whose erudition blessed difficult passages from holy assholes. The library of rare volumes, <laughs> imprints laden with ancient anal kisses, now poorly imitated by one dangerous asshole perched atop a modern pulpit. I must enliven the silent. Huh. Daunt their faith till the silent voices explode with lightning in dark corners and say quietly to myself, the silent voices have finally spoken. The imperishable courage of self-defense prompts social rejects to enact vengeance. A disastrous memory. The memory. 
shameful slaughter. Human disgrace, barbarism, and brutality in unconcerned mankind witnessing, but barely conscious of the world beyond their skin, those plagued with apathy were politely called the unawakened. The preacher calls out over radio waves. The preacher. Let our ears hear the cries of the tortured. The suffering of unsuspecting martyrs fills the air with its gruesome lament. A sound which can never be silenced, for it is infectious. An eternal reminder of all our suffering. How long? Oh, how long will the world be permitted to slumber? Wake up. Wake up, lest that vain consumption suckers you. Let us watch. Enraptured at the pattern blood will make when it soaks through silk and athletic wear. Leaking from wounds we will inflict. Wounds we will make sure don't scab until repentance is upon us all. Only the unfortunate are innocent. The Eternal has heard the cry of its innocent, unfortunate children and answered. The power for miracles is in our palms. Let us use these palms to excise excess from the earth like the inflamed abscess it is. We can return this wretched world into the hands of its valiant warriors in the name of all its inhabitants. The power of miracles is our cause. Let us use these palms to excise access from the earth like the inflamed access it is. We can return this wretched world into the hands of its valiant warriors in the name of all its inhabitants. Now, the preacher has a memory, or really, this is my memory, re-remembering me, imagining the preacher's memory. The preacher speaks to a seer, who is a television, the earth, and also a vulture. The seer, who is a television, the earth, and also a vulture. Ah, the people of your book shall dominate the universe. Soon, bestial arms tearing tiny babes from mothers' breasts. Soon, to heat beyond the gas. Soon, to be engulfed by flames. Soon, to awaken the conscience of the world. The Preacher. O oh, hopeless, O oh, tortured, the oppressed have lost their spark, and all too soon will lose their lives too. The seer. Only good can come from pain. Our work will not be in vain. The spirit has made these sacrifice body and all to achieve the impossible. The language is mutilation. 
and you must speak it to the masses. The more their nostrils worship the air, the more they weep. You'll speak from parched lips, skeleton-like, out of the ashes, out of the tragedy. You'll give life to barefoot hope. The preacher exits the memory and steps back onto the pulpit, pews now overflowing with pupils. The preacher. How long have manufactured tragedies not fibers of endurance, too frail, simulacra of obedience? How long then until we seize control of their means of production and with our own hands oversee the process of its creation? We will spread tragedy like a vaccine. Surplus is the virus and excess its disease. The pussing sores of wealth ooze contagion, and that contagion is beauty. Let us not forget the world of appearances is the world of apparitions, and it must be sullied, bloodstained. We will scale the walls of every nation. A triumphant march, bleeding and making blood, united in power greater than destruction, to raise and receive the world. The world of appearances is a world of corporations, and it must be solid. Blood stains will be scaled of every nation. A triumphant march, bleeding and making blood, united in power, greater than destruction, to raise and receive the world. With armfuls of anuses, damp watercolors, and ancient oils overflowing, their grasp, the revolting art students stormed the altar and set the stockpile of saintly anuses ablaze. The revolting art student. Faith is a symptom of a greater disease. The TVs are designed to instill the persistence of themselves. Do not sacrifice beauty for false prophets. These thoughts are ancient poisons. Nothing is real except taste, and there, and there can be no taste without beauty. This preacher's conspiring in conspiracies, ideas like these gave birth to the warring nations of our life-givers after the painful pregnancy of post-rational thought. Do not believe this preacher's lies. For me to live, I need you to buy. With no taste, my paintings have no value. The chosen acolyte from the balcony launched a spear <gasps> and impaled the revolting art student, whose anus was swiftly documented as that of a martyr. To posterity, by their new obedient art student. A memory. A scene. Before this, before any of this. Brilliant light. Branches of snow. Sturdy, serene, evergreen. Everything folding and unfolding into and out of itself as though stopping would mean ceasing to exist. Oh, 
to drown in snows, embrace and slumber. Finally wakeful and full of magic, short numbered hours are all that remain. I know when I die, I'll finally be grateful for being alive. A memory. Just one heaving pleasure. Sticky with hair. Osmotic. Pulsing in and out of being. The preacher commands a pirate television signal. The preacher. The human senses its void and tries to smother it. The crazed knowledge of the void leaves most people cowering and paralyzed, often mistaken for the insane. Amidst this confusion, the human is made helpless. Its voice devours itself, and once digested, becomes the voice of the inner conscience, which is the voice of genius, uninterrupted. The human, alone in a room, with the most fundamental, inescapable, irresolvable aspect of being, is the most awesome animal. There's a memory. The memory. The memory. The memory. The name it. The date of The preacher rides in a blimp over the middle of the country, broadcasting. The preacher. In the days of eyes, the strength of life came from watching. Now, in the age of limbs, our power comes from smacking flesh on flesh. Glory be to the blessed hands that cut to heal. No less. Cut to heal. 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 These words are dedicated to the memory of those people I do not even know I emulate. A memory. There sat a young devotee, alone in continued vigilance, bereaved by the swift days of tragedy she can't unsee. Like a growing din, the preacher's words, no other, rapidly stronger, kept forcibly entering, inevitable, till her own hands betrayed her, and she cut out her own tongue. She didn't understand she was among the unfortunate ones. This most perfect devotee undone by mishearing the preacher's decree. Alas, the preacher's voice resounded, amplified by tragedies, till the president had to put on giant fuzzy earmuffs and chug ketchup just to keep calm. But then the voice slipped through the president's pores, 
so he smothered his face in wet clay and attempted to evade the radio waves pelting him invisibly every day by spinning in his desk chair till he broke the speed of sound, but he got so motion sick that he couldn't not vomit. And while the gurgling grew, aides rushed to shove straws through the clay stuck to the president's face and deep into his nostrils to help him breathe, but it didn't matter. Because that pinnipedian impenitent drowned in his own upchuck before anyone could dig out enough clay to give the vomit a chance to drain away. The preacher speaks to Congress during a hearing on un-American activities. The preacher. The important goal, to interfere with the calm of life and never explain why. To unseat the illusion of equilibrium so the balance resets. To offer entropy as the cure to quiet misery to undress the world and lay bare all its iniquities by any means necessary. The seer, who is a television and the earth, and also a vulture. A man, his price, the heart, is food for the poor, so that they will not eat the bread of idleness. A memory. Scattered and driven to disused lands, no home, only the crematorium. Sorrow was seeded by the skewed visions emanating from illuminated screens, masquerading as the Holy Land. A news announcer shouts from the rooftops. The Church of Misfortune is a new force in national politics, with tens of thousands, no, hundreds of thousands of voices entering the digital political fray. Will they emerge as our nation's strongest voice among the chaos of indecision this election season? Candidates are debating, debating, debating whether or not debating, debating is worth debating. Some candidates contend that they should stop debating, debating, and just debate already. Cutting clearly through the cacophony is the church of misfortune with a radical message. One promising to waste all surplus, eliminate any excess, destroy all vanity, and spread misfortune to all in order to ensure a future for the human race. Never thought I'd say this, but the church of misfortune might just be this election season's most sensible offering. The preacher speaks from nanobots embedded in every banana and from the fillings in grandma's molars. The preacher. As our numbers grow, so too does our wrath, wrought by disillusionment and the false promise of manifesting destiny. There is no destiny to manifest other than being. We have no use for dreams anymore, least of all American. When hope has failed, the flame of faith is what clings to your breasts. Its embers lick you like a thirsty puppy till your skin is the torch of victory. This terrestrial world fails to see the holiness of pedestrians. Realize the only choice is not a choice at all. We must return life to the living. Someone on the internet, when the preacher's ideas become infectious, Mirth enjoys itself more than anyone else ever will. Hashtag crack the rich like eggs. 
someone else on the internet when the preacher's ideas entered the mainstream. Nature's our only god. Let misfortune reign. Hashtag make humanity more artisanal. The seer, who is a television and the earth, and also a vulture. The roaring tide will swallow more than it knew it could. How deep and mysterious the riptide is when it grabs your foot and forces you to swallow the sea. Music hath little charm lest it sprung from a silent voice. The clipped chords with a melodious throbbing effect speak directly to the human mind. If they'd listen hard enough, all brain waves will sink. They will find themselves drooling. Eyes wide, clicking in skulls. Halfway to something like ecstasy. But more humane. Another person on the internet, now that the preacher has started to appear on late night talk shows. If only people knew real sorrow. A soul's undernourishment is anxious agony. Hashtag poetry over profit. One more person on the internet now that the preacher's face plastered the backs of park benches. Gloom contaminated the world till no faith remained. Hashtag destroy beauty to restore humanity. The preacher on inauguration day became the president. The president addressed the world. The president. Faith penetrates our hope and courage, infecting us with its rage. Let this be an age of necessity, of substance, of holiness. There lives an ascetic in all of us, aching to slaughter excess. Now is the moment. Turn to thy neighbors and destroy their vanity. Waste everything you could ever want until wanting and having are no longer options. This is the epic of needs. Difficulty breeds more disciples. Mental anguish and physical pain are the way to sink deeper into enlightenment, to grow closer to God. We owe that gift to our country and its citizens. We must force this gift upon the unborn. These obligations will bring joy to heavy hearts. The ever-loving kindness of our swift justice will make new traditions, obedience to which will render the world sublime. Pain is never ceasing, and we cannot let the world forget. Eternity is only available for those who abdicate to it. We have intermingled with misfortune and emerged triumphant. Let this be a call to all this great nation's inhabitants. Destroy yourself with your glory, and let misfortune be your glory.
a memory. The tragedy struck in its unbridled glory, and it kept striking, violent thunders covering the horizon. Amid ashes falling like snow, the country celebrated the death of excess. And now the memory becomes the now. Now I am the now, and I am here. And in the now which I am now, there are no more memories, only the now, forever the now. Now, like the president foretold the day of restoration, is here. When bloody bodies weep not in sorrow, not for what memory would call a loss, but with joy. For the beautiful future of the earth, the blood of the wasteful replenishes rivers, and their bodies see gardens, weeds wrap themselves around foundations, decimating monuments with verdant reclamation. The president, sending messages by carrier pigeon from a mud hut. The president. To each shall be given no more than they need. Necessity will be the foundation of our mercy. Thy divine mystery. In exaltation and prayer, let the bliss of heaven be upon us. If you've enjoyed letting theater of the electric mouth invade your mind with reflections on the world as we made it, please consider subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you're currently experiencing this. And hey, while you're at it, be sure to leave us a review. We want to hear from you. Reflections on the World as We Made It was written and directed by me, Zach Trebino, with sound by The Mysterious Mac. It features the voice talents of Kristen Aldrich, Andrew Clark, Molly Cohen, Justin Evans, Jake Regensburg, and Corey Ringdahl, with a chorus of many members. Theater of the Electric Mouth is a global theater collective dedicated to titillating your minds through your ears with absurd and literary audio dramas. And just in case you forgot, the world of appearances is the world of apparitions, and it must be sullied. Till next time. <laughs>